Hey beautiful soul, this is the Menopause Coach Podcast with me, your host, Adele Johnston. I'm helping you create a vibrant life of joy and happiness without your menopause stealing your personal power and sass. Together, we're making menopause mainstream. You might be struggling in your marriage like we were, like I was. You might be considering walking away like I was, but inside you might still want to fight for what you know you both still have somewhere inside. Welcome back to another episode of the Menopause Coach Podcast, the podcast where we explore various aspects of menopause health and happiness for women's health. And today is no exception. It's a very, very special episode that I'm bringing to you today as it's my 40th birthday. And I'm recording this because I feel in really high vibe energy right now. And I'm about to head off on a luxury business women's retreat that I am hosting for nine amazing women in Ibiza. And I get to do that and call that work. And it just feels like my heart swells another size. It's incredible. So I want to go through all of this with you because I have, as you will see from the title of this week's podcast, a very special episode to bring to you in the most abundant love filled way after such an amazing day. From the moment that I woke up this morning to having coffee in bed whilst I opened some beautiful cards and gifts from loved ones to a very heart enlarging surprise, which I'll tell you about in a moment, from my husband Sean to ending the evening with my family with a beautiful meal out together, which felt really amazing. And then coming home and being able to sit down and record this. So it just feels beautiful right now. And I want that energy to really transmute and come across to you so that we can share that energy together. It has me in deep, deep support. I want you to know this as we go through this, where I want to help you to navigate this time in menopause and look at going deep inside the relationships pillar together, a pillar that is so powerful inside positive psychology. And as you know, if you've been around here for a while, I am a certified positive psychology coach and interweave a lot of that and what I do in the work that I do with my one-to-one ladies. And that strengthens and supports a lot of their relationships, sometimes repairing relationships with others, including their partners. It can even help to support work colleague relationships and also even themselves. And that's a big one. So I want to be able to offer you insights to help you build stronger, more fulfilling connections. So... I am your host, as always, Adele Johnston, the menopause coach, and today we're diving into a topic that often goes unspoken, how menopause can impact relationships and how involving our partners, men in the conversation, how this can help to foster a more resilient understanding. So menopause, we know as a natural phase in a woman's life, can bring about a range of physical and emotional changes. And these changes, if not understood and managed effectively, can strain even the strongest of relationships. I should know. It happened to me and Sean, and it nearly very nearly destroyed what we had in our marriage, which put our marriage on a knife edge at one point. I even found myself looking at how I'd managed with two children as a single mum. And yet I I wouldn't and I won't want to do that and be on my own. 
But sometimes we find ourselves in that space where our irrational mindset starts to take over and we start to look at this might be the only option. And I know that if you are here right now, I'm not the only one who will have done that research. If you're listening to this and you're thinking, wow, it's like you're just seeing right into my life right now. This is what I am doing. I'm finding myself looking at how I'd manage with my children as a single mom. Then I want you to know that I see you and you're not alone, but you can come through this. And that's really important to remember. So today we're here to shed some light on how addressing menopause openly and involving both partners can actually create an opportunity to strengthen and bond your relationship even further. So much so that your marriage and partnership grows, it flourishes and develops into new exciting ways of connecting together, some of which you maybe even never knew would even be possible before. And to think Sean and I actually started talking about marriage just six months into our relationship together. I was only, I think I was only 21 at the time, married by 23 and two children by 27. But we faced so many challenges, including multiple redundancies whilst we were a couple, a, um, a married couple. But we came together and together we overcame those redundancies and challenges. We faced challenging relationships with family members and Sean and I came together and we overcame all of that together. We faced financial difficulty. Yeah, I remember us eating beans on toast for our dinner on multiple occasions so that our babies could have the best of the best and we never told anyone. Again, we faced that together. We came together and overcame that together. So I want to emphasize that, again, that no shame in any of this. I, I say this without any embarrassment from sharing any of those difficulties or challenges. And I know that if you're listening to this right now, and again, you're in a similar position, then I want to virtually hug you and let you know that I see you. I have been here. We even faced several mental health impacts and some of them so severe. And when I say severe, I mean really severe mental health impacts with really dark thoughts. I want to obviously be very respectful to my husband, Sean, because whilst he openly talks about his mental health challenges and struggles and has overcome and still overcomes a lot of them, it's his story to tell and not mine. But we came together for this and we overcame this together. And I'm so happy to say that we did exactly the same when it came to my perimenopause nearly ending our marriage. But for the fact that I was knowledgeable on it, was able to get support and had a pathway to follow, I was able to reclaim me again in our relationship. And that's what helped us to overcome me doing the research into how I would be a single parent. And from that moment, we went from strength to strength, even to the point today where my beautiful big surprise that I had zero idea about. And if you know me, you know that nobody can really keep a surprise from me. I'm nearly impossible to surprise. It's like I have this sixth sense that I normally spoil everybody's surprises. I know I'm a terrible human when it comes to that, but I can't help it. So we stepped off the train in Edinburgh Waverley. And as we walked towards Prince's Street, he turned to me and asked if I wanted to go to my favourite jewellery store to pick a little piece for my birthday. And I'd been secretly eyeing up this beautiful necklace there online. So I was like, yeah, that's amazing. We've got time before lunch. How cool. So we wandered all the way up. We get there. I start looking around 
And then he took me into the diamond section. And I was like, oh, mm, this is interesting because the necklace I've seen doesn't have diamonds. It's a beautiful um, yellow gold necklace. And he looked across from me as we sat down at one of the tables and he said that he would like to buy me my eternity ring. And my heart nearly stopped because this is a huge, huge thing for Sean and I, that when we were going through our hardest of times together during my perimenopause and the impacts it had on both of us, there was this huge divide between us. Again, I don't say this lightly when I say that we were really strained in our marriage. And I had always said to him at that point that the next ring that I would wear, because all of our friends at that point were doing their eternity rings and renewing wedding vows, and we've been married 15 years now. I told him the next ring that I would wear would be one that I would buy for myself as my own self-commitment to always making myself happy, always being there for myself. And with the heart inside, I'm sure that my heart was feeling at that time. It's probably why I told him this. I told him I never wanted an eternity ring from him. So this was a real big thing for us. And I could tell that it meant a huge amount to him today to even ask to buy me one. So I walked out of the jewellers with my new eternity ring on my finger, absolutely in love with the moment, absolutely in love with what that symbolised for us as a couple together, more than just you know, the metal and diamonds, more than just a ring. It was the recommitment that we were actually in a position together again now where our love was a binding, beautiful connection. And I had a very, very big moment in that moment. It was a very big moment for Sean and I in that moment in our marriage with everything that has happened in the past. And why I'm sharing this very special and intimate moment with you Sean and I's moment is because you might be struggling in your marriage like we were, like I was. You might be considering walking away like I was, but inside you might still want to fight for what you know you both still have somewhere inside. And I'm so deeply blessed that we were the couple that could come through this at our time. So I want to take today's episode And I want to acknowledge that I know that not all marriages are able to come out of the other side the way that Sean and I have when strained and troubled. And again, I give you the biggest virtual hug if you're listening to this right now and you are thinking, I just can't. Okay, I want to just let you know that you are seen and you are safe. But I also want to take today's episode and share some key thoughts that have been brewing with me all day since this surprise happened. And I've been able to really process it over the course of today. So I'm going to share with you some really key thoughts. I don't know how many are going to come out right now because I'm just going to give you my musings. So thought one, understanding menopause's impact on our relationships can make or break our relationships. Menopause, as we know, just is not just a, a physiological process that the body goes through It's a journey that both partners embark on together and should embark on together. This isn't just one person having to deal with something. This is a partnership. So looking at this from the hormonal fluctuations that we as females have can lead to so many different symptoms and impacts, including mood swings and the hot flushes, the sleepless nights, the disturbances, you know, a lot of these factors that might inadvertently affect our relationships 
through breakdowns in communication and connection. The two really core C's in relationships, communication and connection. But knowledge is power when shared. And by engaging in discussions about menopause, about your menopause, your partner can gain such beautiful, powerful insights into what you are experiencing and be able to support you. So pass on the knowledge and your knowledge about your own body is way, way faster than any professional ever will have because it's your body. Beautifully so. Thought number two, how do we equip men with the tools to navigate menopause? And this is one I've thought long and hard about. Like, what can we do? If we think about giving out this toolkit filled with strategies to support our partners during this significant phase, and if you're a man listening to this right now and you're listening to it to support your partner, then again, a virtual hug to you right now. I want to celebrate that. So think about your toolkit filled with strategies that can support your partner. Engaging in conversations about menopause, which allows you to learn and be more effective with these coping mechanisms that can really help. These can be things like lifestyle adjustments. How can you help her with that? Could be potential treatments or solutions through supplementation or dietary impacts. This is where you get to step in and say, how can I help? There's this thing I've heard about. And by knowing how to alleviate discomfort and stress, stress is a big one that can take over, then you as the partner to the menopausal woman become an invaluable pillar of support. And it's that awareness that helps her to feel safe with you and helps her feel that you just get it. So getting it is a huge step forward. This isn't a time to bury heads and ignore what's happening I invite you to step forward and get involved. Think about your toolkit. Thought number three, the power of empathy and knowledge is just so magical. When men actively participate in menopause conversations, they gain a deeper understanding of the emotional challenges that their partners might be facing. And this understanding fosters empathy. And empathy is a beautiful foundation for a lot of different connections communications and support and allowing you not to just be a partner but to be a true source of comfort and connection to that woman. So remember that acknowledging emotions and offering a listening ear can go a very long way, even just a hug. If you are already someone who knows what your love language is and you're like, yes Adele, I get this, I love language, I love love languages, then you know what each other's love language is, so work towards it. If you don't know what love languages are, please pop over into Google and type love language quiz. Take the quiz together with your partner and get a better understanding on how each of you like to be loved. It's really wild. This is amazing stuff that we get to do and understand about one another. For example, Sean's love language is physical touch. He feels loved, held, seen and happy when he is hugged or kissed or you hold his hand or you stroke his shoulder or just touch his body. He loves that. That is his love language. My love language is acts of service. I love when Sean runs me a bubble bath after a really long hard day or brings me a cup of tea and just pops it down on the side of my desk if I'm having a late working night. That to me is our silent, unspoken way of saying, I love you, I'm here, and I'm supporting you. 
And that cup of tea represents all of that for me. That is my love language. I don't need to be bought things to be told that I'm loved. I know I'm loved when someone like Sean or a friend just makes a gesture. And that to me is everything, but that is my love language. So get to know your love languages together. Thought number four, facing challenges together always helps you emerge stronger. And this comes from experience. This is one of the biggest ones for me. Once I started to talk and tell Sean what was happening to me, I may not have known everything, but I was able to tell him what was happening and how it felt. And this is the crucial part. What I needed him to do to support me, he was truly amazing. So these hurdles also became our own opportunity to grow together in my menopause journey. And when both of us and you, when we think about you as partnerships, when both partners approach this phase as a team, you're more likely to find solutions collaboratively. And these challenges become shared experiences, which then can become opportunities. If you can face them together, deepening that bond that you have, strengthening that relationship that you have, do it as a team. Thought number five, communication. This is a huge one. We've touched on this already with communication and connection, but I want to talk about the art of the communication side. And effective communication is literally the cornerstone of any strong relationship, of any relationship and menopause conversations, no exception. Openly discussing concerns, openly allowing for the conversation to flow and say, I feel or I felt or I've experienced. This really helps each of you to feel heard and validated. And remember, when we are validated, we feel safe. And when we are safe, we are able to then overcome and flourish. So communication isn't just words. It's about creating a safe space for your partner to express themselves, allowing all emotions to be accepted and recognized, not shushed away or brushed off. For example, if she's having a really deep rooted anxiety attack out of nowhere, the worst thing that can be said here is you're just being silly. I've heard it. I have heard this said, trust me. And I wished I was just being silly when these things happen. These anxiety attacks, when you're deep in perimenopause without your own journey of where to go to overcome them, those are bad boys. Okay. They are awful. And when they happen, it truly is horrendous. So being aware of how this can impact is so helpful. Thought number six, and this is probably my final thought, because I think we're really getting to that poignant point in all of this where we actually get to take the opportunity to use this as an opportunity and grow. Menopause might be seen as a challenge, many of us really feeling the struggles, but it's also this unique chance to nurture your relationships. And I don't just mean in your marriage. I don't just mean in your workplace or other relationship-based places. I actually mean with yourself as well. So by navigating this phase together in whichever relationship you are in, you're building this beautiful foundation for your future. You're going to come up against challenges. Challenges like what Sean and I face, maybe your own. Speed bumps never roadblocks in the road. You'll always be able to overcome them when you're together. And fostering this resilience together, this partnership together, Remember that it's not about avoiding difficulties. It's not about doing the ostrich where we pop our head in sand, bum in the sky and just la la la. It's about facing them united, 
This means that both partners get to express how it's impacting them and share openly together what each other can do to help each other. This isn't just one-sided. So by able to strengthen your relationship through menopause, this is really possible. You can do it. Sean and I have done it. Many of my clients have done it, are doing it. And some of them choose that they don't want to. And they walk away from their relationships because they've strengthened their relationship with themselves. No right, no wrong. But it does truly start with you getting clear on what you're experiencing and being able to communicate it clearly. So if we involve men and partners in the conversation about menopause, it's not just about addressing the physical and emotional changes. It's also about building this bridge of understanding, bringing in empathy and this word resilience. And by learning all of this, by sharing our knowledge together and communicating openly, everybody, partners, everyone can face the challenges of menopause head on and emerge from this phase with such a strong bond, stronger than ever before. I'm experiencing this now and I truly, truly wish that every marriage that are going through this struggle through the perimenopause and menopause stage can really benefit the way that Sean and I have. And your relationships pillar is a foundational pillar for health, for happiness and for flourishing as a woman. So open up and communicate. I want to thank you for joining me on this episode today of the Menopause Coach Podcast. Remember that relationships are a journey and it's an effort that you put in to understanding yourself and your partnerships and supporting one another in this unity that truly counts. I would love to invite you to stay tuned for more insight and discussions on how we can build healthier, more resilient connections in a future episode. But I also want to invite your questions and any discussion points that you have. So please do go ahead and click the link in the show notes to come into my email inbox. You will find me at Adele at AdeleJohnstonCoaching.com. The link is in the show notes. I truly hope you've loved this episode and if it has given you something to think about or better yet talk about, then please come and let me know. If you are struggling in your relationship right now, then please reach out to someone in the relationship support service that can support you. And if you're not sure who that is, reach out to me and I will link you in with someone. As you're listening to this right now, I'm probably away hosting my final day of our Business Women Luxury Retreat in Ibiza. Having just celebrated my 40th birthday and about to speak on the International Fitness Summit stage alongside some truly amazing names like Stephen Bartlett. And if you're coming to IFS in Brighton, I'd absolutely love to meet you. So please come say hi and let's have a catch up together in person. I love to have these discussions with you after the podcast airs and you listen to it. I answer so many questions in the emails. So please do drop in there and better yet, if you are at IFS in Brighton this September, I'd love to see you there. Come say hi. I'll be speaking on stage on the Saturday. I'm sending you love, vibrancy and relationship happiness your way. Beautiful soul. I truly hope this episode has sparked something vibrant inside of you. I ask only one thing. To help keep these episodes coming, please subscribe and share with another in your life. That's how we reach more women worldwide and we help them step into their power. 
because together we are working to remove any of the stigma and taboo that surrounds menopause. This does not need to be a daunting, a scary, a taboo time in anyone's life. So together, let's make menopause mainstream.